Welcome to the Audit Podcast, the number one podcast for the audit profession. Be sure to check the show notes for all of our social media channels and to sign up for the Audit Podcast newsletter. Now, here's your host, Trent Russell. This podcast is sponsored by Green Skies Analytics, where they do everything tech-related, but only for internal audit. Although compliance and risk management, y'all are cool too, so feel free to check it out also. To find out more, please visit greenskiesanalytics.com, but it's more likely that you're just going to Google it. So to find out more, please Google Green Skies Analytics. This podcast is also brought to you by AuditBoard, the leading cloud-based platform transforming how enterprises manage risk. AuditBoard's integrated suite of easy-to-use audit, risk, and compliance solutions streamlines internal audit, SOX compliance, risk management, and security compliance. Automate processes and improve execution with AuditBoard's purpose-built solution, which is designed to address the most pressing challenges of today's practitioners. Experience the latest in audit, risk, and compliance technology. Visit auditboard.com to schedule your product walkthrough to see AuditBoard's award-winning platform in action today. We have Ann Butera back guest hosting again. She is the founder of the Whole Person Project and also her most recent book, Say What? Communicate with Tact and Impact, What to Say to Get Results at Any Point in an Audit. And Ann's guest is Audley Bell. He is a retired chief audit executive from World Vision International. They're an organization that helps children, their families, and communities overcome poverty and injustice. If you are a chief audit executive or an aspiring chief audit executive, or even an aspiring anything else in the C-suite, uh, this one is gonna be right up your alley. Uh, some of the topics that they hit on are how CAEs spend their time, how CAEs can stay connected to their teams, advice for future CAEs, challenges a CAE faces, and how to handle reporting to the CFO. So for the third time now, I believe, thank you, Ann, for stepping in and guest hosting. And oddly, thank you as well for being a guest on the Audit Podcast. Here we go. And welcome. I'm Ann and Butera, guest hosting for Trent Russell, and you are listening to the Audit Podcast. And with me today is Audley Bell. And Audley is a retired CAE with almost 30 years of experience as a CAE. And you've been in a variety of, of industries, variety of roles. And you have a book coming out. I'll, I'll let you talk about that book in, in just a little, a little bit. But today's topic is focusing on your future, is the CAE role uh, for you. And I thought, oddly, I thought you would be a perfect person to, to talk about this. Um, for those of you that don't know me, I'm Anne and Butera, and I am president of the Whole Person Project. It's a consulting firm. We help you do your job just better. Uh, and I, uh, I thought of oddly, and I thought of this topic because my second book is out and it's say what, uh, communicate with tact and impact. And of course, when I think about communicating, I think about, well, gee, that's what CAEs have to, uh, have to do. So let's jump, let's just jump right in. Uh, oddly, you have so much experience. It's in several industries. Uh, you've been in government, right? You've been in manufacturing. You've been in the nonprofit uh, world. And I think you've been in the CAE role 
in those different industries. Am I, am I right? Well, uh, first of all, and thanks for having me and um, congratulations on your book. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm really <laughs> happy about it. I've got a little copy here. I'm like so excited. It's finally out in print. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got my online copy. <laughs> 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 um, yes. Um, I have been a CAE in uh, most of those uh, roles. Yes. So when you think about your, your career, when you think about you started out as an auditor, you were an audit manager, I just would like to start with your impressions and then we can kind of enlarge it. But you probably had a decision to make when you decided to take the role of a CAE. Um, and when you look at that, what were some of the reasons you wanted to be a CAE, a chief audit executive? Well, let me start off with my um, with how I got to that um, that role. Um, I spent four years in public accounting. My my goal then was to become a partner in one of the major accounting firm. Well, when I realized that that was not going to happen, <laughs> I decided to to change course and. Um, the first opportunity that came um, came to me was an examiner, senior examiner at a regional bank in Massachusetts. Um, it was, and, and back then, you know, moving from public accounting to internal audit um, was didn't look on um, as you know the way to go. Mm. It, it was considered like a dead end for your career. But I decided to take that risk. Yeah. And why? I enjoyed my four years in public accounting. I enjoyed the con um, continuous learning, um, you know, learning about different industries and, um, you know, trying to help clients to improve their, um, their operations, their controls, and the teamwork you know, and yeah. being on the cutting edge of technology, you know, so I really enjoyed that. And I wanted to continue, you know, in that, um, that role as an auditor. So I um, joined the bank and didn't like that environment. <laughs> I was there for nine months. And then um, this opportunity um, came by um, as a director of audit to, um, to establish um, uh, internal audit function at Massachusetts Port Authority. Mm. Um, it was um, shared with me by uh, one of the partner at the accounting firms that I worked at. And I was a little bit reluctant <laughs> to take on that opportunity because it's government and, you know, government has a reputation of being bureaucratic, um, mm. status quo, and, and so, you know, not, not progressive. So I um, thought about it, and I was encouraged to ha at least have an interview. Yeah. So I decided, I decided to um, have the interview, and I um, liked the, uh, the individuals, uh, the management there, senior management and the board, and I decided to to uh, take that position. And I'm so happy that I did. I mean, you know, that that really helped me 
to make that decision of wanted to be a CAE um, mm. for life. <laughs> um, yeah. I, um, and again, you know, just to be in that role, you know, you, 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 um, you are able to be creative, innovative, you know, the strategic thinking, the exposure to the highest, to the highest level in the company and to be a, able to influence um, change and, and, and also to hire and develop um, staff. You know, I consider myself as a servant, servant um, leader, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's important because it's really not about um, us. It's about the, the, the stakeholders, helping them to become more effective and efficient, um, focusing on what matters most to them, what's most important to them, and then helping them to, you know, uh, accomplish their strategic business and operational objectives. So, you know, that's what it's about. And I see myself there as well as global internal audit as mm-hmm. a support function. Yeah. You know, if, if um, our stakeholders fail, we're also going to fail. So, you know, that's how I um, look at it. Well, you know, you've said you you've touched on a couple of things, and I and I think I'd like to I'd like to circle back just to, just a minute. In order mm-hmm. to to be in a supportive role, in order to be supporting management, to me that means that you have to be pretty good at what you're doing. It's almost like how can you teach if you don't know the don't know the basics? So one of the things that I that I think we should focus on is when we talk about the responsibilities of a CAE, mm-hmm. you know, you mentioned you started in public accounting, you know, you, you had that role um, in audit. How much of a CAE's time though is really spent ticking and tying? You know, what, when you think about that, what, is, what really does the CAE have to focus on? Well, not much time ticking and time. Uh, <laughs> I, I think, um, you know, we have to uh, think strategically. Yeah. Um, and um, it's important to understand uh, the operating environment, internal and external, especially today, in today's environment where it's fast paced technology driven, constantly changing and disruptive. You have to, as a CAE, you have to stay connected and, you know, keep current. So it's really understanding what's important to um, the stakeholders and focusing on that, aligning, ensure that, you know, the audit activities are aligned with the strategic business and operational objectives of stakeholders and the organization. So when I, when I think about that, that, that ability to stay aligned and that, that ability to stay connected with the business, connected with the business leaders, that to me couldn't be farther from the ticking and tying. In fact, it, it sounds like it's more of a political position you know, more of a political a position that requires, uh, you know, really good communication skills and political, political savvy 
What do you think? Um, yeah, there's some politics, but <laughs> uh, but I think you know um, what's important is engaging, collaborating, building, and maintaining effective relationships with stakeholders. See, I think it's important um, that you strive to become a trusted advisor. Mm. And, and that's, uh, so, you know, um, I think that the politics will not be as important there if mm. you, you know, you, you, you're in that, you have that type of relationship. You know, the stakeholders, yeah, go ahead. No, 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 I, well, I, I'm, I'm thinking and I'm, I'm listening to what you're saying and I'm thinking, gee, uh, pre-COVID, you know, that might have been something that was easier to do. You know, you walk the halls and you might run into somebody. You know, mm -hmm. you, you, you know, you walk the executive wing and you largely see someone. You go to the pantry, get a cup of coffee. And, right. and I'm thinking, gee, that must be a little bit more challenging to do now. You know, how do you, how do you stay connected uh, when you're not bumping, literally, literally bumping into to somebody yeah um well you know the um operated operating environment has changed yeah um, dramatically um so you know thank goodness for social media i mean here we are today right yeah. um yeah um we're missing the face-to-face -face and the body language but you know it's the best we have and so i think we have to adapt and um, embrace it. And so I, I think, you know, it's playing an important role to um, help to keep us connected. And yeah, that's... Well, you know, and I'm remembering you also were CAE in at least one global organization, uh, at least one. Uh, and I'm thinking, uh, and I'm thinking, how did you stay connected? That was pre-COVID. How did you stay connected with your stakeholders when you had time major time zone differences to to deal with? Yeah, that was quite challenging. Um, but um, well, we had um, Skype and um, WebEx. <laughs> we didn't have Zoom, <laughs> but uh, WebEx. Yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah, that's pretty much how um, it was done. Um, yeah. Some, well, telephone, you know, that's just in in um, certain situations. If it's an emergency, then you know we'll use the the cell. Yeah. But it was mostly um, um, WebEx, um, Skype, and emails. Yeah. 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 No, I think you you know I think you bring up an interesting point that we have to make the most of the tools that we've got, you know, we need to make sure that, you know, our camera's working or our mic is working. And, and I think the other thing is I'm listening to you, while we might not have that impromptu, I'm running, I'm literally running into you in the hallway, but we mm -hmm. could be thoughtful about scheduling a recurring meeting so that we are, you know, we are touching base on a regular basis and forming our own relationship using zoom or skype or teams or whatever you know right. whatever we're whatever we're using
Hey everyone, thank you for continuing to listen to the show. We want to say thank you again to our sponsors over at AuditBoard, the leading cloud-based platform transforming how enterprises manage risk. AuditBoard's integrated suite of easy-to-use audit, risk, and compliance solutions streamlines internal audit, SOX compliance, risk management, and security compliance. Automate processes and improve execution with AuditBoard's purpose-built solution, which is designed to address the most pressing challenges of today's practitioners. Experience the latest in audit, risk, and compliance technology. Visit auditboard.com to schedule your product walkthrough to see AuditBoard's award-winning platform in action today. Uh, you mentioned something else that I, that I want to come back to. The fact that this is such a change-driven culture right now, and it's technology heavy. I mean, it's, you know, everything that we do has some, some, something connected to, uh, to technology. So I guess if you were going to say to anyone uh, enjoying this podcast right now, what do you think the top traits are? Let's say there's folks that are thinking, gee, I do want to be a CAE at some point. Uh, you know, what are some of the either skills or attitudes or knowledge that you think would be in this profile for today's CAE? Um, <clears throat> I would start off with tech savvy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, um, you don't have to be an expert, but you have to uh, have knowledge and understanding of the uh, benefits of technology. Um, also, you know, for example, you have um, artificial intelligence, robotics, yeah. machine learning. Um, most, uh, they're taking over some of the um, technical work yeah. that auditors uh, have been doing in the past. So we have to think, we have to go beyond assurance because I think that's what um, uh, the yeah. technology is um, taking over. And think about insight and you know foresight um how we can um advise more on the advisory um side of things so technology business acumen interpersonal skills i mean that's so important in today's yeah. environment you really have to um, engage collaborate and share you know timely sharing of exp um, learnings and um working closely with your stakeholders, you know, yeah. that's very important. So interpersonal skill, listening, empathy. How, how important was it for you to have to educate people to understand what value audit could provide? I had, to, I, I had an opportunity to uh, establish five internal audit functions. Mm -hmm. So you have to do a lot of selling. I mean, it's, um, you know the saying goes you're here to help and i say oh oh sure yeah, so you have yeah. to you know you have to um uh gain the trust and yeah. um and i think what worked best um for me was to be able to um, demonstrate how the work that we're doing is in alignment with the the objectives of the stakeholders yeah, yeah. and listening to them, you know, um, empathizing. It's not going there to find fault. 
but to uh, help to solve, solve, help them with their yeah. problems in yeah. problem solving. So problem solving is another area um, that I would add to that list. Um, analytical, you know, um, data analytics um, yeah. skills. Um, you know, bucket. what I'm thinking though is I think it's hard to get someone to feel comfortable sharing their problem with you unless they know that they can trust you. And you mentioned the trust part. And I also think that they believe that you can help them because otherwise, why should I, I go through this energy of telling you my problems? And then you say, oh, that's too bad. Oh. So yeah. what did you think about that football game? You know, uh, so I think there's an order almost to some of the traits that you're that you're mentioning. I think the tech savvy that you started with makes sense to me because that, that goes to capability, workflow. But then when mm. you were talking about the business acumen, I think that's that's very val valuable as well as the interpersonal, you know, the interpersonal skills. And that, that would then I think make someone feel comfortable telling you about their about their problems. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I think for people who are thinking about staying in their role as let's say an audit manager, not quite the head of the department, but staying more on that, running the audits, the ticking and tying part. Um, what were some of the challenges that, that, or not that necessarily you faced, but that a CAE faces? Oh, um, well, getting the support of um, senior management, um, you know, having a seat at the C-suite mm. table. I mean, that's so important. Um, and I think um, CAEs should really lobby hard to have a seat there, especially in today's um, environment. You know, if we're not connected or um, in the loop of what's, you know, the major decisions, then, you know, we're not going to be able to be as effective as yeah. we need to be. Um, so I think that's important. And um, we also need to be proactive, you know, and uh, that's one way of helping us to be proactive. So yeah, getting their support, support of the audit committee yeah. as well. Um, hey, stay, stay with that, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> when you talked about getting a seat at the table, what happens though if you're reporting into the CFO as opposed to reporting right in to the audit committee or to the CEO? How, you know, how do yeah. you handle how do you handle that? That is a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> that is a challenge because you know, um, and I have reported to um, CEOs, CFOs before, and it worked. You know, it worked pretty well, but what you get is, um, you know, other functions uh, feeling, um, you know, that there is some bias that when mm -hmm. we go in audit them, for example, operations or, you know, HR or um, IT. So you really want to, um, you, you know, the reporting relationship is really important and i think it should be to the highest level in the organization yeah. now yeah. it's not realistic 
to have uh, a CA report to the audit committee chair. I don't think that's, um, you know, that, um, functionally, yes, to the mm -hmm. audit committee, but administratively yeah. Yeah. Um, to, the, to the CEO. <laughs> However, I would say again, um, having a C CEO, um, you know, administ um, approving um, expense reports and and, and um, you know approving um, vacation, etc. I think uh, 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 what what needs to be done there. The CEO usually have a chief of staff, so the chief of staff could you know perform those duties yeah. and just share with the CEO if there are any exceptions and, you know, but um, I think that's a better um, reporting um, relationship for the CAE to report into the C CEO. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. the CEO can delegate that to the chief of staff. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I do think it's a challenge. I mean, I, I know of, of uh, I think about several of our clients where the CEO is just, look, I have enough direct reports. I don't want one more direct report. I don't want one, you know, I have enough. Um, right. And it does, it, it, it does make that uh, a challenge, getting that, getting that seat, getting that clear, clear line of sight, clear ear, you know, um, in. Uh, mm -hmm. And then you also mentioned earlier, and I wanted to circle back to this, about the need to sell, the need to persuade and what types of things, I mean, aside from the obvious, you've got some audit issues. I mean, that would come out of the ticking and tying, but what other, what other things did you find yourself uh, needing to quote unquote sell or influence others on uh, in the organization? Uh, well, again, I think, you know, building and maintaining that relationship with, with the, um, stakeholders mm -hmm. uh, spending time to you know listen to their um, problems and yeah sharing sharing what you know I mean we do know a lot I think you know one of the uh, benefits of being a CAE you have um, this vast knowledge of the entire organization probably more knowledge than anyone else in the organization yeah. as to what's so you're you are able to connect the dots and be able to share um, with um, you know stakeholders um, experiences lessons learned so they can you know improve yeah. and, and and move forward. So listening to them, empathizing, yeah. and working closely with them to um, you know address the, the pressing needs. You know, in this environment, again, you know, they don't have uh, much time um, to spend on all the changes that's taking yeah. place around them, um, yeah. you know, and, and, and perform their daily, um, you know, workload. So yeah. if we can help to make it easier for them, easier for stakeholders to, um, to accomplish their objectives, I think that really um, goes a long way. So I, the message that I'm hearing through and through is this message, if I had to give it a label, I would give it the label you gave it earlier, which is servant leadership. The idea that we are here to help, we need to get aligned, we need to understand how they're viewing the business, how they're viewing the problems, 
so that we can offer up some relevant uh, relevant solutions. Now, I know we have we just have a couple of minutes left. You are working on a book. Why don't you tell everyone that's listening a little bit about uh, your your book? Yes, um, thank you, Anne. Um, yes, I am working on a book, and it's on um, agile global internal audit leadership. And you know, um, I wanted to share. Um, my experience as a global CAE, as well as my, um, you know, my experience as an auditor for over 30, 35 years. Um, there is not much written on global internal audit. So I think um, sharing that experience will be, um, will be of yeah. value, I think, um, you know, CAEs, not only CAEs, but, you know, assurance professionals and, um, and risk know, folks. Um, aspiring, aspiring auditors, yeah. yes. Yeah. Well, I can't wait till it comes out. I'm sure we'll keep an eye out. What's the title of the book? It's um, um, Agile um, Global Audit, Global Internal Audit Leadership, yes. Gotcha. It's a little bit, yeah, I know, I too, I have a long title. It's big, it's a big mouthful. It's really a big mouthful. Well, I thank you for joining us today and for giving us these, uh, you know, these tips for those of you that are contemplating becoming a CAE. Uh, all these giving you a few things to think about in terms of your ability to empathize and, and listen and, and be strategic and be, and be tech, uh, tech savvy. So thank you for joining us today on the audit uh, podcast. And the thought I'd like to leave everyone uh, with, since we've been talking about uh, leadership, is no matter what your title is, you should pause every once in a while and look behind you because you're not leading if no one's following you. So thanks for listening today. Thank you, Audley, for joining us. Thank you, Anne. Hey everyone, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Audit Podcast. Whatever platform you're listening on right now, I'm sure there's a subscribe button somewhere, so please hit the subscribe button there. If you're listening through iTunes or Spotify, feel free to go give us that five-star rating. It only took me about 16 seconds to give myself a five-star review. And it really helps to get future guests to come on the show. So we'd really appreciate that. Lastly, be sure to check out the show notes and follow us on all our social media channels on Instagram, on LinkedIn, and on TikTok. Also, if interested, please sign up for our weekly newsletter from the Audit Podcast. Thank you all. Have a great one.